the mission statement to my production company mm. is the path to change is through empathy. If we can actively try to be empathetic, I think the world would be a better place. Empathy is the number one thing that I want on all sets that I work on. Yeah. No matter what my position is, that's always my aspiration and that's what I try and bring. Who is with Vinny Fiorenza? There's a lot he doesn't know. There's a lot he wants to know. This is a podcast where he tries to learn from people who know things he doesn't. He'll be focusing on people from the worlds of business, entertainment, and the arts. His guests are people he finds fascinating and that he believes will bring value to others. Join him on the journey on finding out who is. We are here with McKenna Perkel. Let's start off, tell the audience where you're from. I am from, very proudly, from Austin, Texas. Nice. That's a that's a good response because my next question always is, what does that mean to you? Austin, it used to be more weird than it is now, okay. but there's a bunch of live music and there's theater everywhere and everyone is active and out and about and friendly and dogs can go basically everywhere. It's a good nice. place to be from. You're, you're in LA now. I am. What was it like growing up there over in Austin? Gives a scoop of like how McKenna was as a, as a young McKenna. Young McKenna was obsessed with theater and was oh. obsessed with speech and debate. So I did competitive acting and that was my entire life. Like, No way. Yes. Yeah. Wait, you said competitive acting? Yeah. So it's speech and debate. You get in like suits and heels and then you perform different monologues or scenes would you still do that <laughs> you, that'd be pretty funny um it would be pretty funny i think i would be willing to do one if my entries were always paid for by my schools mm. so there is actually adult competitions but actually, someone would yeah. have to yeah, you need sponsor sponsors, me yeah. <laughs> yes with the arts that you're you were involved in as a kid and up till now, was there any influence from your family? My family is an extremely artistic family. Yeah, give us yeah. a scoop. So my sister is a graffiti muralist. She has positive messaging and cool. like messaging of empowerment. My mom mm -hmm. creates wreaths from 1950s and 1960s ornaments and then hand makes wreaths. Christmas or just like lifestyle wreaths? Mostly Christmas, yeah, but yeah. a little bit of everything. <laughs> That's really cool. So obviously you said you did your competitive acting, which is a new term to me, yeah. which I'm happy to know. Um, <laughs> did you go to school for acting as well? Yeah, yeah, I went to college. I went to an acting conservatory. And that basically just means that I took only classes that relate to acting. So my like movement classes, my science classes were psychology credits. You need to know a lot of psychology to be an actor or actress. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully is I right. Know. I've seen you on camera. You know, you know how to do your thing. Oh, yeah, become another person. When was your first time performing in front of a camera? Like, do you remember? Were you, were you young? Was it during school? Yeah. My first time performing in front of a camera was in a class. Yeah, nice. I took an out-of-school film acting class. Oh, it was cool. super generic, and it was just you would get scenes from different TV shows or movies. And I just performed. It, it wasn't a huge deal. It more so felt like I was transitioning from my theatrical background yeah. into something that I had more of an interest in. How did it make you feel that that first time or like, I guess, earlier on? Tell me what emotions did it evoke out of you? Excitement. I wanted to work in film from the age of five and my parents were super against it. They wanted me to have a normal upbringing, <laughs> so which I can totally comprehend and respect. Yeah. 
And so by the time I was in front of a camera for the first time, I was super nervous, but mostly excited. Where have you ended up having a normal childhood? You turned out normal. <laughs> I know. I turned out just like mostly sane. Yeah, yeah me too. It's good. Yeah, we're all mostly sane. Yeah. Whoever's sane is mostly. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. When did uh, you make your way out to Los Angeles? The very end of 2018. Oh, okay. Why'd you choose L.A.? Like, I know acting, but like, you know, you could act in Austin. Tell me about that decision. I wanted to be somewhere where I felt like my, the potential, not my potential, but the potential was limitless. And I wanted to be in as big of a pond as possible. So mm. it just kind of seems like the most logical decision. Maybe not logical, but. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you weren't here, we wouldn't have met. So. So true. Yeah, our, our whole little network we've built over the past few years, which is great. You were in a film not too long ago called uh, Interface. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that experience and what, what, what what's going on with that. So it's currently on Apple TV. You can check it out. It's nice. a drama sci-fi film. That experience was so hands-on for me. I produced it and I acted in it. Wow, congrats. Yeah, That's on Apple TV and all that. Yeah, thank you. It's amazing. It, I was just so busy, which is how I, I yeah. love to be. But when I look back on that experience, I just remember trying to utilize every area of my brain at all times because I was either I was producing and acting at the same time. Tell us about the on the production side, like how how hectic was it? It was an indie. So hectic enough to be an indie. The role was one of the most challenging roles I've had on film so far. So there is so much heart and grief and um Yeah, she like experiences loss and hardship. So there was so much on my plate as a performer that working as a producer as well was just it was it was a lot, but just such an incredible opportunity that I couldn't say no to producing when the opportunity arose. Did you write that? No, I didn't. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. No, it was it was written by a man named Kimo. You also have a series that you wrote, directed, and produced, and are producing currently. The anamorphosis. Yeah. Tell us all about that. I would love to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I had the pleasure of seeing it, at least the, fir- the first part of it, which is yeah, pretty cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So it's an anthology series. Each episode is a different mental health struggle. So the first one was general anxiety. That's the one you saw. Yeah. The second one is about schizoaffective disorder. That's when oh. you have schizophrenia and bipolar. So bipolar one or two. And then the third one we're currently shooting, we have three days left out of 10. And that one is about alcohol addiction and depression. How many do you think you plan on how that is? That's the the final of the series? I don't think it's the final of the series. My plan was always to make all eight of them. And and this is just me talking now. Yeah, yeah. But but, uh, someone the other day said, well, you have a package now, so maybe you should move on to making a new series package. And I thought that was just really good insight. So I don't know what the team and I are going to do on it, but it definitely needs to be a discussion. We need to figure out. With the name of that uh, series, you also named your production company Anamorphous Productions. Was it because of the series or was the name first? Yeah, yeah, give give us the scope of that. Yeah, the production company was named first. Okay. (laughs) And I couldn't come up. I was coming up with all these names for the series. And then... Because the series is so influenced by something like Black Mirror, I thought that it needed to have kind of a distortion in the name. And that's mm-hmm. what an anamorphic lens does, is it yeah. distorts. So 
Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah I kind that's... of recycled the name into the series. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, most of the series is about mental health. So how is, I guess, on a personal level, like, well, why did you choose to make something about that? Well, my production company focuses on stories of hardship and trauma and okay. with a goal of having viewers or audience members have empathy for mm. the experience of hardship. I've been asked this before, and I don't really know why I decided okay. mental health to start. I think part of it was that it's more talked about than other types of trauma, but still has such a long way to go. And that kind of felt like an invitation to dig in. Do you have you have other things on the docket for, for future projects? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Well, what do you have? What do you have written up? Any any features on the series? For, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely have other series skeleton or other episodes of the Anamorphosis series skeleton. So nice. that is like, if we decided we wanted to keep on creating this one, that would be a really good path for us. Um as for like other like other movies, I really want to do something on domestic assault and domestic okay. abuse, but I want to do it in a way that uh, we kind of flip the genre tendency, and I want to make it a sitcom. So not to make a joke out of it, but more so to introduce the hard topics into genres that usually or hard hitting or like yeah, like a sitcom. I wouldn't normally assume would have someone yeah. like a protagonist that was a victim of domestic abuse. And maybe it's not something that we need to talk about all the time, but it's just something that's Underlying present. Thing. Yeah, 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 it's gotcha. something that goes on in their life. For you specifically, what, what goes into writing a script? Like what, what's parts of your process? A big part of my process is collaboration. Oh, cool. Like a really big part of it. So I come up with an idea and then I run it by people that I love to collaborate with. And those are people from my roots back in Austin. Those are some people out here in LA and people mm -hmm. that are just like dispersed across. I went to school in St. Louis, so oh, I have a community. Well, you've been there. everywhere. I know, yeah, I know. I've moved, I've moved around a lot. So I get an idea or like a visual in my head and then I run it by people. And then if people kind of think it's interesting, then maybe I'll try and write something and then I send it out and then it's it's very back and forth. You've kind of made a, a lot of projects on your own. Do you have any advice for other young ladies like trying to make their their own film projects or any filmmakers for that matter? Just do it. There's so there's so many reasons to say why you shouldn't do it or why you can't do it. And sometimes you really can't do it in a specific period of life for for financial reasons or or whatever it is. If that is the case, then finding an artistic community, I think, is a really good first that's, step. Yeah, that's good. And finding people that will create with you so that you don't have as strong of a financial burden. And then you're just growing as an artist. And okay. you can create and grow your image or your platform or your work from there. Thank you. What's some of the, like, the more important elements for you personally when making a creative space to work in that type of like collaboration setting. The mission statement to my production company mm. is the path to change is through empathy. So empathy is the number one thing that I want on all sets that I work on. Yeah. No matter what my position is, that's always my aspiration and that's what I try and bring. And I think that when we do bring empathy to work situations and dynamics, it creates space and time for like real positive change and work to grow. Nice, yeah. I mean, empathy is important in all situations of life. I, should yeah. be, yeah. So some people, it should be, yeah. Some people need to up the volume on that. <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, I think we all can. Sometimes uh -huh. it's easy to not be empathetic, but 
If we can actively try to be empathetic, I think the world would be a better place. Being that you're, you know, a multifaceted artist, you write, direct, produce, you are on camera, behind the camera, whose career would you steal? Whose career would I steal? That is such a good question. Oh, thanks. I had two people come to mind. Okay, yeah, yeah, go for, go okay. for both. Adam McKay. Okay, that's a fun one. That's a fun one. And Jennifer Lawrence. I, I suppose Greta Gerwig would be a good example because she yeah. acts and directs. Yeah. She does both. But the type of things that Adam McKay creates and the types of roles that Jennifer Lawrence acts in are just everything they do. I'm, I'm Nails just it on the drooling. head for you. Yeah. Yeah. I came across one of your one of your acting resumes. Oh, no. <laughs> We've been working together. <laughs> so something I saw is that you you uh happen to be fluent in gibberish. I am. Yeah, that's 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 pretty helpful. That's that's a fun thing. That's a useful skill. Where have you been able to use that skill in your in your life thus far? In my life, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. gossiping with my sister in front of other people. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good spot. That's where I use gibberish the most. Or if I'm with one of my best friends that yeah. and well, I they're wanna... also fluent. They can understand it. Okay. They can't speak it. So okay. I can ask like a self-conscious question of like, yeah. oh, is there something like weird going on? Yeah. I would use gibberish for that. Where do people who practice that like come from? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it came from. It's such Not a true. weird thing. You just break up syllables with nice. dead and dead Oh, that's resourceful. I'm glad that that's what stuck out on my resume. Yeah, no, that was a couple <laughs> other things, but that's the direction I went. Um, so I, I know that I know that you're also the, with all these talents and skills that you have. You're also a photographer. Yeah. What are some of the things that you take photographs of? Architecture. Nice. I'm I'm a really big architecture nerd, so I've had a lot of fun taking pictures of just like buildings in Los Angeles. One of my favorite places to air, to photograph yeah. is downtown. You like older, new, modern? I like any, older. Yeah. Older, cool. I love Same. older. I got excited. I used to be. I used to go to school in Albany, like in the Capital District, and all oh. the old. The, you would geek out. There. I would. Yeah, it's very nice. I absolutely yeah. would. Yeah. So I actually, I just did a project where I was in Sacramento for a week and a half or so, um, or a little over a week, and they have the fabulous forties. If you've seen Lady Bird, the really big houses, I, I geeked out over that as well. I love to photograph street photography of people. So that's like unposed people capturing a moment in their life. So for, for the audience that doesn't know, um, we, we met on uh, our film that we worked on together, Love and Love Not. That was such a positive experience. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> I, was, I acted in that. Yeah. And I played one of the women that the protagonist dates. Many love interests. He, he had many love interests. Yes, one of many. It was just a positive experience because of the people that I met, to be honest. Everyone had a really good energy about them. Everyone was really positive and just happy to be there and collaborative. And um, Anthony has such an incredible way of talking and working with talent. Anthony was the director yeah, of Anthony that. Anthony Kelly. To be totally honest, it was just produced so well, too, that I just like came onto mm. the set and everything oh. was well taken care of. And I felt like Thanks. I could hang out and relax yeah. all cool. It was like a big party. It was kind of like a big party. Yeah. For you. Yeah. <laughs> for me, <laughs> yeah, maybe not for you. <laughs> maybe for you it was not a party. Nah, we're, we're, very, we're very proud of the project. Yeah, your performance was your performance was A1. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. You also recently did a, a 
you know, with, with some of some of the crew that we're friends with here, a 48-hour film project. How'd that experience go? It was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun. And also, I just need to point out that you were also a part of that. <laughs> you acted in it. Nah, no. <laughs> no <laughs> You're no. like, shh, stop it, stop it. <laughs> it, was, it was just so fun. I love anything where people want to come together and collaborate. Yeah. And that is the nature of 48-hour film fest. You know, everyone is just doing the best that they can with the time allotted. And... Our team leaders, um, Minica and Anthony Callie again, were just so devoted and like prepared to put in the, all of the time mm. through the weekends to make it work. Bunch of freaks figuring it out real fast. Yeah, uh, real uh, fast. Efficient. Yeah, yeah. The project looks really good, especially. What, what was your role in that? You were like a mega superstar. Yeah, I was, like Instagram yeah. something. Yeah, I was some mega Instagram influencer <laughs> personality, which. It's- is so far yeah, away. <laughs> uh, that's great. You've been out here since since uh, 2018. How is uh how has LA changed for you? Like since uh, being here uh, then till now. Way less in person auditions. I when I when I first moved out here prior to the pandemic, I was hitting like 10 in person auditions a week. Oh wow! And now I'm hitting one a week because so many of them yeah. are just over Zoom now. And that is the biggest change that I think that I have encountered. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. yeah it affects you a lot. What is, like, the current climate right now as a actor in, in, in general? Like, I know, that, yeah, currently we're in the strike. Hopefully by the time this airs, it, it's not. I know. But <laughs> it depends. I just got off of a SAG project that I acted on, but it was approved cool, despite cool. the strike. Yeah, yeah. So... In that in that regard, I just worked for a couple of days, one of which the lucky was great. Ones. One of the lucky ones, but outside of that, things are pretty slow right now. I mean, that's the nature of a strike. Yeah, I'm going to switch it up a little bit and take us to our rapid fire section. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, right, I am cool. ready. Do you have a favorite movie? American Hustle. Oh, cool, Jennifer Lawrence, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. There we go. David O. Russell. Do you have a favorite music genre? Indie pop. Indie pop. Yeah, I could have said that. <laughs> I know. On the nose. Uh, but no, that's great. Thank you. Um, your favorite cocktail? I usually just go for a vodka soda so, with lemon. Lemon. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a big drinker, to be honest. No. You just came from a solid weekend to have fun, no? That was to celebrate a love of my life for her bachelorette. Good. So I drank out of love. Good. Yeah. A labor of love. It was a labor <laughs> of love. It was. I love that for you. Um, well, what's your zodiac sign? A Libra. This is a big fun one I like asking. Someone from history you'd love to have dinner with? My first thought was Rosa Parks. Okay. That's, yeah, that's a great answer. We're coming towards the end here. I wanted to uh, give you the chance to tell everybody what you have coming up next and uh, how people could connect with you if you are open to being connected with. <laughs> yeah, I'm open to being connected with. I am working on the third episode to the Anamorphosis series. I am in post-production for a project that I just directed and art directed. Nice. Title, well, actually, I can't say the title, but no it's the pilot of a series, and I'm very excited about it. And those are my two main projects right now. Awesome. So that's, like, where all of my attention is going. Well, I'll put all of her links in the bio. Perfect. And uh, we're, we're excited to get this one out there. I appreciate you coming out there. I hope you had fun. I did. <laughs> yeah, I, no, this, this has been blessed. silly and wonderful and fun. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good adjectives, but thank, <laughs> thank you, McKenna. You're welcome. <laughs> All right.